Hello everyone, it is the build-up show. Liverpool take on Manchester United at Old Trafford this weekend in what is, yet again, Chris, the biggest game of this the season. This is always the biggest game of the season, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, and, and rightfully, it's the biggest game of this season as well, and it certainly feels like that because... I feel like this, the result of this game is going to go big way in deciding whether Liverpool are going to be title winners or title runners-up. Yeah. Um, I think for me, you know, I've said it before and I'll say it again, it's must not lose. I don't think you have to go and win at Old Trafford, but you can't lose this game for everything that it gives for Manchester City. It's our game in hand. We need to go there. We need to shove it down Manchester United fans' faces. We need to give it Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. We need to inflict that first league defeat on them. We need to walk out there with our heads held high and Manchester City going, damn. Yeah, I think it's funny, something you've been saying to me for a, for a few weeks, that, that this is this is one of those games you think if you walk out of Old Trafford with three points, it doesn't win you the league. This is the problem we're having all season long. It's individual games at the time do not win your league, apart from the one where it's mathematically impossible for anyone else to do it. But it's got all the hallmarks of one of those ones that we're going to look back on. No, I, I actually do. I have said and I do think that if we win this game, then we'll win the league. Yeah. Because I think the, the psychological damage it will do to City will be that great because yeah. you know they've still got to face that task by going to Old Trafford. And they're still three points behind us. Yeah. And, you know, and we played our, the, the most difficult game we've got left. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It's, um, <coughs> as I said, uh, Tom, it's such a massive game. And our, our record at Old Trafford is... Horrendous, and it's always been horrendous. I look back, you know, we've only won there twice in the last 10 years. Going back 10 years ago, we beat them in 08 09, we beat them 4 1, in one of the most famous games of all time, and that wonderful, wonderful great kit. Mm. Um, and we beat them 3 0 in, in 13 14. The interesting point in that is our two most recent title challenging seasons. We've gone to Old Trafford and got the business. Done. Yeah, and no, I feel like we're in, that, we're in that moment again, aren't we? We're in that really. Everyone's very positive about the team. I think we've just got loads of options back as well. So Klopp's got loads of different ways that he can go about it. And you're looking at... The big thing for me is how PSG basically took them apart. Mm. And, and, and for how good they've been recently, a big team went there and played against them, sorry, and just played them off the park. And I really feel like, look, we've gone toe-to-toe with PSG this season. Yeah. You know, uh, all right, second leg, when they went for it, PSG battered us because they've got some amazing players. But at Anfield, we really, really did go toe-to-toe, and we obviously came away with the win. And I feel like we're going to go there in the same vein. We're going to go, we're just as good as PSG. See how they dismantle. And we're not even a full-strength PSG, by all accounts, as well, without without Neymar. I really feel like Klopp's got the tactical advantage over Solskjaer. I feel like he's got more in his locker in terms of what he can do with this team. He's had it for longer. Look, United aren't aren't a pushover team. They're very, very good. They've got some fantastic players in there. We've known that. But we did the business last time he came to us. We were worried, and then we went, nope. Sweep them off the park and we did it. Yeah, because I, I, how are you feeling about this? Because we we started to, to record our build-up content for this prior to, to Bayern. We did some stuff with uh, Mark from United Stand, um, and I was feeling confident. As this as the Bayern game changed, you think has it made you more confident? Has it made you less? Or you know? No, I think I, I think I'm as nervous for this game as I always will be. You know, I I fear Manchester United because I fear the likes of Marcus Rashford, the form that Pogba's in. I think they've got some great players who are playing really well at the moment. I think they're playing with a freedom that Liverpool won't be able to play with. 
this weekend, and I think you know um, Solskjaer is playing for his job, so he's got something that he wants that long-term Manchester United role. So he's got something as much as Klopp's got something, and the Liverpool side have got something, and the players have got something to prove that they'll want to show the world that they're not as far behind Liverpool as they look on the table right now and they'll want to blame Jose Mourinho for that so I think they're a, they're, they're a wounded animal at the moment and they're a danger to us and the rivalry just adds to all of that I think we, we've just recorded the final workshop for, for Bayern Dad and I think if you from an outside perspective you know people are taking a cursory glance at Liverpool looking at this game you might think well Liverpool drawing at Bayern and they've had a few draws recently maybe Liverpool are in the great form I think the way we, we approach the Bayern game and the way we, we, we play by and large with some of the injury problems and fitness problems we've had, I take I take real encouragement from that going into ultra. I don't feel I certainly don't feel any worse about this game than I, read, I did prior I read to in it. the paper this morning, oh, Liverpool have only had one win in four games. They're not re- you know, they're really in poor form at the moment. I thought it was that's not the Liverpool I'm watching. Yeah. You know. Um no, I mean, the thing about United is you don't know really yet what they're like, whether they're any good. I mean, they played Chelsea, played them off the park, but Chelsea were absolutely dreadful. Yeah. So does that mean United were not as good as they looked? Yeah. You know, but then they went to Tottenham and won, which is difficult, yeah. you know. Uh, and then pa- Paris Saint-Germain went there and made them look like idiots. Yeah. So uh, you just don't know what United are like. It, uh, it's it's a difficult one to be confident about because you know how how they score goals and how. Um, uh, what what I can predict is they will come at us like butchers' dogs in the first ten minutes yeah. and really really put us under the cosh. And if we survive that, settle the game down like Paris Saint Germain did, yeah. then you know I think we'll beat them. But, that's my uh, that's my real feeling on this. Is that and that, that's what I, what you were saying there, Tom, about Sasha not having had this team for, for very long. They fundamentally had to change how this team plays football and a lot of that is you know it's freedom and it's giving the responsibility back to the players on the pitch them having a couple of injury doubts I think helps us certainly you know Martial and you know Lingard we don't know whether either of them will be involved but if if not they're not certainly going to be at the absolute peak of fitness it's that thing of I I agree with that they'll come when tactical nous and having things drilled into you that comes to the fore when you you hit a brick, where you where you you have a flurry and then it doesn't knock your opponent out. That's when you fall back on what's been drilled into you, and they shouldn't. They might do, but they shouldn't have that as well as Liverpool have got it. I'll be really interested to see how they set up against us. I want to know if they're gonna sit back, catch us on the break, which I expect. And the the only worry after that buying game is just how much. Not not how badly our fullback played, but in terms of defensively, they got ripped a few times, and I feel like Rashford's gonna be gonna just go with Trent, isn't mm-hmm. he? He's really gonna go at him, especially uh, was it last season when he just yeah. he just oh, ripped him apart. Is. Fantastic player as well, and yeah. he, he's in a good bit of form. I I think look, Van Dijk's coming back in. Joe Matip's playing really well defensively. Was was solid, and as long as we we have that midfield in there, and we'll talk about the teams later. But the way I want to play, I feel like we'll have enough covered in there to be able to protect those flanks very well. Pogba being let loose is the big thing for me, and the way that he's been playing lately, the way that just an, an extra spurt of just going, I'm. I'm this player, I'm showing everyone what I can do now, I'm being let loose, I played and passes over. As long as we can protect ourselves from that long ball over the top to Rashford and just make sure that we're, we're solid, I think we'll be alright, but it's going to be tough. We're going to have to, we don't know whether they'll play Sanchez or they play Lukaku, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, and it'll be a different game, whichever one yeah. plays, you know. Yeah. But, you know, Sanchez has not got the pace that Martial yeah. has. 
and Lingard. So in that respect, they're not going to play that. They're not going to be able to play that game, the over-the-top game as well without those two. Listen, I've sat here and extolled the virtues of Manchester United and I'm nervous and I'm fearful of them and stuff. That doesn't mean I don't think Liverpool are going to win, by the way, because mm. I think Liverpool are a scary side to face as well. Yeah. I think when you look at our front three, when you look at their defence, I think we've got the better of it. Mm. I just think it's an incredibly difficult atmosphere that we'll be going in. And you know what? I think these are the types of games where you can hang your hat on a team and go, well, if you go there and you, do, and you, you are good enough to win the game, then you are good enough to go and win this Premier League title. And they, these are the type of games where you show your metal, isn't it, almost? And I think Liverpool will be able to do that. I think Klopp, as Tom says, and as John has mentioned, is, has the better of it. We've only seen one time where a huge side has gone into Old Trafford uh, and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has had to set his side up in a different manner and he's failed. That's the one game that we can look at and take confidence from. I think that's tactically how they'll set up against us. Um, and other than that, listen, they've played some good football and stuff, but that's the one. We're coming off a, a, a playing a, a European giant in Bayern Munich, and we do nil-nil. They're coming off, or, or they've had the Chelsea game in between, going up against the side that's not got as rich a history in Europe, that doesn't get as far in the competition as Bayern Munich, and got a heavy defeat. Yeah. So whose result was better? Well, ours was miles better, wasn't yeah. it? I think it's one of those games where... Ander Herrera, their fans, their fans, you know, they sing the, the praises of Ander Herrera, and he'll be vital to the, how their midfield functions. But Pogba, I think this resurgence of Pogba is very interesting because I still feel like he's one of those lads that, when his games, when his head's in the game, and, he, and he's at the peak of his powers, he's unplay, he's unplayable because he's so good at football. And I think te technically, physically, I think he's better than all of our mid, all our midfields. You know, I'd lo I'd love to see him and Fabinho go. Go toe to toe, yeah. and I think that's why it's so important for me to get Fabinho into the midfield. So we'll go and give him a kick and see where his head's at, see if he can raise his game because he, we've seen it happen at, at Old Trafford as well. If if the game isn't going his way, he he struggles to fight against the tide to get himself back in the game. You know, he's not the kind of lad who goes back to basics. He's the kind of lad who tries more and more ridiculous things to kind of dig himself out the hole. Yeah, a little that, bit of that. Funny <laughs> if I said exactly the same thing on the other builder, but that that that's where you can you'll know when the battles when we're winning the battle in this game is when Pogba starts misplacing simple passes or trying increasingly mad things and them not coming off. And then I think that transmits the team when he's super confidence and everything's going well I think everyone else plays better as a result because you, 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 he's, the, he's their most technically gifted player that's the player you want to turn you want to turn around and look at this lad and he's and, and everything feels like it's within his sphere of influence because that'll make you want to want to play better um, and equally uh, you know the Rashford thing you, Tom you mentioned it Trent gave him a ton of time you know if, if I'm big and I don't think Trent will need big enough for this game but I'd be going on and say, look, you had a bit of a tricky time. Some of that was Lovren's fault as well. Let's not let's not forget, Lovren had a, a very poor game, a, a particularly first half in that one. Trent, you went to a European Cup final off the back of that game. He, he, Trent is a is a Rashford's a better player, sure. And, I think he's got and six. Rashford's played a lot more on the right under Solskjaer as yeah. well. So it may well be it's yeah. Robertson who's got to deal with. Yeah, could could well be. You're about to say that he's he, he, look, he's a scouser. He's coming up against this massive rival. He doesn't like say he doesn't need Gene up because he knows what it means for everyone. These are one of the games where the scousers in the team just go no, let's go and and tell every people don't need tell them what how important this game is but you want him to put a cruncher in it's what it's what even Flano did for Sterling early on yeah, in, in the Man yeah. City games and it's what Trent's been good at it's what Robbo's good at yeah. it's your fullback saying to these wingers no 
I'm, 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 I'm going to stop you there. And it's what Matip did brilliantly to Lewandowski in the Bayern game, like you were talking about in the final word. Bang, into them. I'm coming in hard every time. You need to think. You got your back to goal or you're stepping up to me. I'm going to hurt you. The second thinking it, and it's split second stuff. Rashford's still got the skill. We know that. But Trent is, is brilliant on his day. And if he has the game that you know he can, especially in an attacking sense, and I want to speak in my formation, in, he's, a, he's going to be a massive part of that as well. And I think he's going to have a great game. Just just while we've been talking, I know we're, we're going to do the preferred 11s in a bit, but I think it's worth talking about James Milner for a minute. Because yeah. while we've all been talking, I didn't put James Milner in my preferred 11. I'm starting to think Fabinho, Henderson, Milner... You're not, there's no love lost there in that midfield, is there? Everyone, Herrera, Pogba, if Mata plays, they're getting the life kicked out of them if you go with that midfield three. Yeah. Milner's one of those players who would go in on Pogba hard yeah. and make sure that he knows he's in a game yeah. and he'll chase him down yeah. and he won't he won't wait for him to come near him, he'll go in. And I was just starting to think about then thinking, I wonder if Milner's a really uh, Milner, solid choice for this game. Milner actually. is a very interesting shot yeah. in terms of like getting the crowd up, getting our fans when we saw. Um, Dad, you know, when he came off the bench uh, against Bayern, you know, he put a I couple of those. Shove someone into no, a barrier. Yeah. Terri- you know. terif- terrific little cameo, wasn't it? You yeah. thought he was absolutely brilliant. He was probably man of the match for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did it to Neymar as well. I, I quite yeah. liked it. I think he might well play. Uh, it's not. He's not in my preferred 11 either because I want us to play a side which is going to rip United to shreds and win 10 0. But, you know, it's more likely the Klopp is, is not so stupid and he'll, he'll, <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll put in, a, a, you know, a bit of uh, steel into the middle. Because, after all, you say Matip and Herrera, you know, are, are pretty tough, you know, and they're, and they're like the bedrock on which their attack, yeah. you know, builds, you know. So. Yeah. yeah, it is interesting. We'll come to um, Preferred 11s in a second. Then before what we do, we're going to throw in a little advertising break for a piece of content that I haven't thought about yet. So here's this. This is... This is the bit. The Man United game's the biggest game this week, surely. Yeah, it is for me um, as a Liverpool fan, because had had maximum points been picked up against West Ham and Leicester, I don't think it would be the biggest game of the season. But um, with Manchester City, you know, being on top but playing a game more. This is Liverpool's game in hand against Manchester United. Last time out at Anfield, it was a fantastic result, but ultimately, it ended probably the worst manager's reign that United have had. Um, and they've got Ole Gunnar Solskjaer in, who's come in and done well. But I think we saw in the Champions League the other night that if that he's done quite well, but has he done well enough to take them to that next level? So that's my only hope. Um, but yeah, if there's any game I could have said that I didn't want Liverpool needing to go into as a must-win, it's Manchester United away, Old Trafford being looked after by a caretaker manager who's played and won trophies and won the treble and single-handedly won them a trophy and knows everything about what's between the two clubs. He's got Ferguson on his shoulder and in his ear. Um, It is the worst possible game for Liverpool. The Newsroom Podcast with Chris Williams. Fantastic, fantastic. And Chris Pajak. There we go, thank you. There we go. Chris Pajak's Newsroom Show. There we go. With special guest Chris Williams. Um, that's out on Friday on the RedmenTV.com. Make sure you go over, sign up. Uh, it's free for the first month. I've told you this plenty of times, but if you're new to it, go over there, get involved, have a little feel for what we do. There's interviews with Liverpool players, past and present. There's build-up content. There's analysis content. It's not just us sitting on couches. It's, it's Sometimes it's Chris sat on chairs. Um, the, I'm, I think if I don't get the right credit I deserve I'm starting Padge TV by the way <laughs> I'm taking the newsroom to Padge TV it was thank good you very though. much it was yeah. belt it was really good yeah. thank you yeah
You can come with me. Come yeah. with badge TV with me. Leave this mate TV last to him. just like the independent group. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so straight up. It's started to happen. This is, uh, this is the Yoko Ono bad belly. So that's like Chuck the Moona and Luciana Berger here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. Um, preferred 11s then. Um, Tom. You have gone back to the four-two-three-one. I have. one. Fabinho, Genie as the midfield axis. Shakiri back inside. Shakiri, we've. I know. I know he's had an injury, so he's not been available. But we've stopped talking about Jaden Shakiri. Um, we have. We've stopped talking about him, and look, it's worth remembering that he's the reason that Jose Mourinho got sacked. Yeah. Um, so. This could well be the game for him to come back. I've gone with that formation because I feel like I want our fullbacks to fly up. And I want that covering in there. So you've obviously got Gini and Fabinho. They can do it all day. They can stop anything that attack midfield, in my opinion. But what it is, I really want to see that ball from the fullback straight into Bobby Firmino's feet. We saw just how good he is when it gets to his feet. We saw it against Bayern. Ball's going directly to his feet. And I just want them runners going past him. I want Shakiri to pick up the ball and spray it to Mane and stretch them. Like That's what that formation's fantastic at. And I feel like, yes, Mo Salah is fantastic. Um, on the on the right hand side, but he drifts there anyway. Even if he yeah. is set up in the centre, so I don't think we miss out too much. I just like that fluidity, and I feel like if we have four people running at United, yes, they've got Herrera and Matic, fair enough. But them four players are scary. Mm -hmm. And then it, look, if that doesn't work in the end of the day, you bring on Kato with the fresh legs, and that's fine as well. But I feel like that's the strongest thing that you can put out. And it's, that is scary. We're talking about being worried about United. United, if they see that lineup, will have to be on their best form. Well, that's a good point, isn't it? You know, that's, as we've seen this season, it's our, our four best attacking players, our four biggest goal threats, pretty much, on the on the pitch when you put Shaqiri in there. You've gone, and same as Chris, actually, stuck with 4-3-3. Fair, obviously, Van Dijk will be back in. Fabinho, therefore, restored to the midfield. Fabinho, Wijnaldum. It's the same team as we played against Bournemouth, apart from Trent coming back in. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's going to be 4-3-3 all the way now till the end of the season. I just think we, we want to play as well as we played at the end of last season in the big games. Yeah. Uh, and that's the way to do it. I think we need a big performance. And like, you know, actually Bournemouth is good, but albeit it's Bournemouth. I think for me, to settle my nerves on 4-3-3, because I just don't think we've been great in it this season. I, we need a bit. We need a big performance against a big team, and I think that will allay a lot of fears. And there's no reason why it shouldn't work. I mean, God, the front three is is, is as good a front three as you as you're going to get. Fabinho finally seems to be integrated into that. Although we need more evidence of that, we need to see him again in, in a big game. And okay, starting Kater? to starting to get better at, with each game. Yeah. Um, so why drop him now? You yeah. know. I mean, I think there is a big shout for Shakiri. I was a bit surprised he didn't come on against Bayern, mm. given it's his old he club. He had that groin saying, didn't he? I think yeah. he's probably... But he was on the bench, wasn't yeah. he? So, you know, 10 or 15 minutes. It was a narrative we didn't even pick up on, the yeah. whole Shakiri bayern thing. You're right. When I looked at him on the bench, I thought, are we, is he looking the last 10 minutes just to get something out of him? But it does it does make you think, and it's not something, again, you've gone for the same 11. This, it does make you wonder whether... Same, same with James Milner, to be fair, as you mentioned earlier whether these lads are being kept for this game so that we do have some completely fresh legs to drop? Maybe, maybe so. I think, you know, for me, personally, I think Shaqiri's gone off the boil, which is why I, I wouldn't be looking at a 4-2-3-1 with him. I think, you know, the last few times that he did play, I don't think he had the impact of earlier in the season, like the likes against Manchester United earlier on and stuff. So for me, I'm with John, I, you know, we picked the same side for a reason. I think it's about 
I think this is the game for Naby Keita to announce himself to a Liverpool fan. Don't, and is there a bigger stage to do that than at Old Trafford as Liverpool steamroller them? There isn't. <laughs> no. you know, I, I think it's it, a big pitch as well. You know, you might have just that, a bit more room. That yeah. midfield battle is where this game's won and lost for me. And you know, I know Mark said exactly the same thing when he was speaking to us. I think Naby Keita, Matic. Matic is a good player. But he's over the hill for me. He can be gotten at. And I think somebody with Naby's skill set will confuddle and confound him. Wow. Um, it sounds like that was from, like, some kind of Harry Potter spell, wasn't yeah, it? Like, sure, so that would. Um, <laughs> and I think that's the type of player that he'd struggle against. So Nippy probably run through his legs as he opens them wide <laughs> yeah. and go on Slide and throw one in. Yeah, exactly. I just think that midfield three is the, is the key battleground. And if we get that midfield three right, do we win the game? The only slight alteration to that I went and it was more for the for a conversation, but which we've which we've largely covered now, but was Milner in the midfield, but instead of Genie Wan Alden for me, um just how tired I thought yeah, he, he looked at the back end of the, the back end of the game. He's put a lot, he's put some having on the back of having been ill and put in some big shifts. I wonder whether this might be one game too far. Don't get me wrong, Genie Wan Alden should be in every Liverpool midfield, I think. I think if, if he's fully fit and available. But Tom, you mentioned it earlier. For the first time in a few weeks now, we do have options. Yeah. There's no if, if Jim, James Milner. There's no great loss to Liverpool's midfield. James Milner was having a fantastic season uh, up until the point where you know we, we've had to we've had a few right and we've had to play in fullback. <laughs> yeah. um, so and again, it's just that blood and thunder. I think it's key to get Fabinho back in there. I think it's key to keep Cater in there to, just to see what 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 he can do. And yeah, James Milner had a bit of, had a bit more. Of a combative edge, yeah. I wouldn't like to see Henderson, Genie, Milner the midfield in this game. But I think it, it, you're not losing creativity, but you're but you're adding battle. I, yeah, I mean, if if Milner comes in, it has to be a three for me. I just don't think I don't yeah. want to see him in that two. I wouldn't be if like, you're talking about Genie being tired there. I think Fabinho and Hendo, we saw that the other week, didn't we? And that was fantastic as well, especially the way Henderson played the other day. That could be, I'd be I'd be just as happy with that. I mean, I understand everything you're saying with the four-three-three because it is so free-flowing, and 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 th- that's the thing. Either formation coming out, we have the players now. We've yeah. got different players for different yeah. situations. Milner, Cater, Fabinho. I'd love to see that. The two with Genie and Fabinho, Hendo and Fabinho. Fabinho's got to get back in there because he's just been imperious in every position we put him in. Put him in number ten. Why not? And just <laughs> yeah. see what he can do and tell him to bully people. But, but he'll get that far up the pitch anyway. Um. I'm a lot less nervous than I was just before we start rolling this because we talked through it and yeah. I was thinking about United and their players, but no, we're talking about options. We're talking about different styles of play. Yeah. We're talking about how we can... We have the, we have everything we need to beat this United team and then go on to the next game against Watford and then go on to the next game against Everton. We've got the rotation. We've got everything we need. And that's a testament to just how well Klopp's bought and set up this season. Just on the just on the Milner thing as well. I think I think you're spot on. I think you know having him in there will give us that combative edge. I think with the ways that you use. But one thing that you've not mentioned, I'm sure you, you'll have thought of this when you put your side out. It's that experience mm. at this time of, of the season when you want to win a league title. Someone with James Milner's experience in the middle of the park can't be underestimated. Yeah, completely. The only other one actually I failed to mention I, I, again because it's preferred. I had Lovren at the back. I don't know whether he's going to make it. Little Red Rod, I know what you mean. Did you not see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark Lord of the Sith. But would you rather Matip or Lovren? Think about the last games that they've played, like the last three. 
Matip's been really good. Like, I, and, and to be fair, Lovren, we mentioned it earlier, had a shocker at Old Trafford last season. And, and the, um, there's an argument that he, he's been out too long to just come back into a game. Might, there's also an argument that Fabinho was actually the second best centre out <laughs> <the goal> myself. <laughs> yeah, to yeah. be fair, like, and, and, might, and genuinely, if we've got the midfield options, why the frig not? There, like, might, yeah. there might well be all of those things. I just, for me, that I think Matip's been absolutely fine. I don't. This doesn't feel like the matter game for me. I just and, and again, look, it's proved that it, it, it can be a, a problem for Lovren. That if it's Lukaku, I'd rather have Lovren going up against going up, going up against Lukaku. I just think there's games where you need Matip's composure on the ball and you need him picking the passes. Um, I don't know. I, I, it's interesting you say that because I do stats for the starting eleven. Matip wins by far the most aerial duels in the team by far, and for so Matip's winning seven point three in the Premier League, that's unreal. So I, if if the ball's getting pumped long, I I, I don't know. If, I'd, I'd He's also targeted more than yeah. Van Dijk. To be that's fair, true. like as it's as well. interesting true, because now that I've said it, I'm pretty sure if we found if we rewound to the final word post Old Trafford, I was like. I'd have started Matip in hindsight <laughs> after after Lovren's performance. I don't know. It's one of them. I I, I, feel, I, I miss Lovren to, yeah, to be I honest. I think Matip's yeah. not. I think Matip's been absolutely fine. But again, going back to that, that having that edge, just having someone who just wants to be a bit more. But if Matip can put in the level of aggression though that he did against Bayern Munich, then I think maybe maybe there's slightly less problems in that regard. But yeah, as a talking it's not point, often it's, we, it's not often we get. And I, I I agree with everything you've said there about Matip. By the way, it's, but it's not often we ever see him get a run of games, is it? Mm. You know, we never see him get ten. 15 games and he's always he's always gets better each and every week I think we've and seen I, that I think Tom's I, I, just referenced I'm always it. against changing your defence if you yeah. don't have to yeah yeah, yeah that makes sense um, just quickly looking at the, the, the other fixtures being played this weekend Spurs travel to Burnley on Saturday away win uh, yeah, but yeah. I, that uh, good, good for them. This is there's a there's a narrative I think around this weekend, and, and bear with me because I'm going to go off on a flight of fancy because why not? That's what we're here for. We're here as Liverpool fans to spin the best possible story in the, in favour of Liverpool Football Club. Um, Spurs putting the pressure on Manchester City from from behind. They're absolutely down for that. If we go and get they those, they love to put the pressure on. Paul. They do very good at it, but do what they do. Be, do what you do, Spurs. Put that pressure on. Um, we go and get those three points because, as mentioned earlier, it's our game in hand. That, that's what it is. If you can go and get those three points at Old Trafford, City, you know, will they be able to avoid that result? Because I, I think that, that game's after, it's after yeah, ours, it's isn't after, it? The League yeah. Cup final. I think there's a 405 kick. But they're going to go into that game with the cup, with a trophy to play for. But there's just that thing of. Do you take your eyes off that prize for a second? Because do you, are you able to not look at the Premier League? You're able to look, and all of a sudden, you're not top of the league. You're playing a massive, competitive, serious game of football that has no impact on the on the on the Premier League. All of a sudden, and 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 the, the whole thing's been squeezed. Liverpool are stretching away, and Spurs are catching up, and you can have no impact on that with this game of football that you're about to get into. And look, they will, because they're elite sportsmen. They'll be able to focus on their focus is winning that, winning the pot, winning the, the piece of silverware. Absolutely fine. And, and largely, you'd expect them to wipe the floor with Chelsea. I've got a sneaky little feeling that Chelsea do engineer something in this game. And that's the way, that, that's for me, the perfect case for Liverpool. Spurs win, we win, and Chelsea just do something. And then the first chinks in the armour start to show the quadruples off. And they, you know, they very, they become vulnerable all of a sudden. Just give them a tough game. I'm That's all you need. I, 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 you know, me and you spoke about this off cameras. I think they're going to win four or five nil in the cup final. Yeah, Chelsea are garbage. 
They are no, and you're watching them, and they've got no impetus to do anything. I don't, and they don't want to. Yeah, but they play too slowly. But then it's another game for City to play, and and you're talking about it there. It's another one where they've just got to go again. And hopefully it's a little bit of extra fatigue towards the end of the season and it'll build up and they'll they'll take their eye off the ball like they did against Newcastle and, and then we'll have another bit of a lead. I I'm I'll be honest, I've said it for most of the season. Like we do this rival fixes thing. You've got to look at your rivals, but just don't care about it. Yeah. There's no point. As, in as we said, at these these are things that are cherries on the tops of, yeah. of your cake. It's icing on the top of the cherry on top, isn't it? You know, it shouldn't have a major impact on us, but it's one of those things that it builds up. And yeah, they they are. It. I won't I won't pay any attention to the Spurs game because I haven't really I haven't really looked below second in the league for about six weeks or two months or whatever nice, at this is. point um, but I, I, I look forward to being able to look forward to that league cup final provided we go and get the business done at Old yeah. Trafford because the nice game football that matters not one jot all I get to, all I will be able to look at that game as provided we've gotten a good result at Old Trafford is every time a Man City player does a sprint it's one less sprint they're going to have in the legs at the end of the season. Every time a Chelsea player puts a crunching tackle in, it's just, it's just. I don't the think they do that anymore. That. By the way, we'll David Louise by accident, maybe, maybe. Contain, mice, just. <laughs> A yeah. fan to Barkley or to Sarri if Hudson Odoi doesn't come on, who's clearly the saviour of Chelsea Football Club. If you watch <laughs> any Chelsea fan talking, Barkley's by the way, he's just going to pass it to Aguero every time again, isn't he? I that game was horrible. Why are they playing again? Horrible, horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But who knows? Let's live. In, let's all live in hope. Um, but yeah, brilliant chance. Thank you very much. Um, score predictions before we wrap it up. Oh, Chris, I'll let you go first. Oh, shit. Two-one <laughs> um, <laughs> Liverpool. Ooh. Three-nil. Three-one. I think it's going to be two-nil to Liverpool. I think I predicted four-three earlier in the week. The more I think about it, the more I think. Provided we do exactly what you said there, Dan, I think if we keep, if we can contain them in the early stages of the game, I think we'll do what we've done all season long. If you keep it tight for twenty, we'll grow into it, and I think we'll just flex our muscles as the game goes on. And I think two, and it. But if we, if it's three, I think it'll be a last minute. It'd be interesting if we don't attack them from the off, where so they can't hit us on the break. And then they they'll start scratching their heads, thinking, "Well, what do we do now?" Well, that's what I was saying, kind of earlier on. What do they do if they if they do that? If they if they come out all all fire and fury, and we're just we play our game, we're united, um, and then and then it doesn't work. That's, that's, a, that's a big test. Kettle milk, yeah, yeah, absolutely. United, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, that um, yeah, that's going to be that's our biggest test. And you know, I I like the notion of us. I, I don't, of sacking Mourinho and then putting that, throwing that club right back into disarray because that's what will happen. There's so there's a groundswell of, of positivity towards him. They want Solskjaer to get the job, but if he, if we can put a, a really good win in there, they'll still largely want it. I think, yeah. but I think it'll just it'll, so the division in their fan base will start exactly. And I think I, I still think he'll end up getting the job because I think he'll do something like. They'll get to the FA Cup final, or, or they'll they'll squeeze into fourth, and they'll maybe get to the, the the FA Cup final, and that'll be enough. And that's just another, just another thing of them settling at a level that's yeah. below what they they should be settling for, and they won't even realise it till it's too late. Glorious. Um, there you go. Join <laughs> me, join me on my flight to fancy Liverpool and world football. Honestly, 
it's a well, my world is well better than the real world. Um, so yeah, let's hope it is. Anyway, guys, thank you very much. That's been thoroughly enjoyable. I hope you've enjoyed it as well. Do check out all the content on the redmentv.com. As I said, it's free for a month. Um, loads of brilliant stuff as we gear up towards one of the most, if not the most exciting season in the best part of 30 years. We're there for you, whether you need that, you know, that cuddle of encouragement and help along the way or whether you're just absolutely on it and you just want to fill your face with Liverpool content, we've got you covered. If you can't be asked with all that free stuff there, there, build up with the United Stand on our channel and on their channel. Other than that, we shall see you post-match, hopefully with three points in the bag.